In the holy name of Jesus, amen. There are lots of different ways to conduct an orchestra. If you ever get the chance, look up some videos of famous conductors and notice the various ways that they lead their musicians. One of the things you'll discover is that it's not simply a matter of waving a baton in time and producing precision. Rather, the whole person matters. Posture, affect, personality, all of this influences the musicians. It's remarkable how, with the slightest gesture, or even with just a facial expression, a raised eyebrow, or a hint of a smile, a conductor can evoke from his musicians a rich and vivid response. Some conductors, however, are not quite so gracious as that. There's a renowned conductor, Ricardo Muti, who now conducts the Chicago Symphony. If you watch him conduct, you'll notice right away his demanding and threatening style. He can be downright violent. Years ago, while he was conductor at La Scala, the famous opera house in Milan, he made the news because there was a mutiny. The musicians rebelled against him. 700 theater members signed a letter asking him to leave. They rejected his authority. He had tried to rule the ensemble by force, and the result was a revolution. He found himself having to defend his authority, and he lost. He finally resigned his position. Now, I don't know enough about orchestras to judge whether or not Ricardo Muti is a good conductor or just a tyrant, but the story is interesting because it reveals so clearly that there are two different kinds of authority in the world. Authority can either invite or coerce. It can liberate or enslave. It can create or destroy. It can be self-preserving or self-evident. It can rule by grace or by force. The question of authority is what's at stake in our gospel lesson today. What kind of authority rules in the kingdom of God? The chief priests and elders came and asked Jesus about his authority because they expected that the kingdom of God would be ruled by force. That's how they ruled the people of Israel. And so it was unnerving, unsettling, when Jesus came along exercising a completely different kind of authority. It was, of course, undeniable that he had authority. He taught better than the scribes and the teachers of the law. He healed diseases, he cast out demons, he raised the dead, and he forgave sins. In fact, just prior to our text today, he had come riding into Jerusalem and was welcomed as Messiah and King by the people. The problem was, he was riding on a donkey. There was no force, no coercion. It was all grace, all gift. And so the chief priests and the elders needed an answer. Who gave you this authority? By the time they asked the question, however, they had already missed the answer. 
The authority of Jesus needs no defense because he rules by grace and not by force. It's like this. The prisoner who's being freed doesn't ask, who gave you the right to loose my chains? The sick person who's being healed doesn't say, let me see your credentials first. The dead man who's being raised doesn't say, now just you wait a minute. And the sinner who's being forgiven doesn't say, how dare you? All of these say instead, thank you very much. That's just what I needed. The authority of Jesus needs no defense because he rules by grace and not by force. This is so very important for us to remember in the church because it's so counter to the way the world works. Nothing is free, there's always a catch. It's easy to think that the grace of Jesus is perhaps just a little bit too gracious or that his authority isn't quite authoritative enough. Maybe things would work better in the church if we made more demands, if we were a bit more selective, if we kept a tighter lid on things. The trouble is, of course, when we expect the church to work by force and not by grace, everything comes unraveled. We step out from under the authority of Jesus and we have to invent our own authority. We start running by our own steam and we stop receiving the gifts of Jesus. And that's never going to work because that's not how things are in the kingdom of God. Jesus rules by grace and not by force. You can solve a lot of problems by force, it's true, but what you can't do is welcome the outcast, mend the brokenhearted, comfort the oppressed, or forgive sinners. You can't do any of those except by grace. And all of those are why the church exists. And so the question of Jesus' authority isn't a question about his credentials. Coming under the authority of Jesus is not about surrendering to a show of force or an assertion of right. Coming under the authority of Jesus is about receiving his grace. It's about coming under his care. It's about all the things that we hold so dearly here at St. John. Baptism, the Eucharist, mercy, witness, life together. Wherever Jesus is, <coughs> ruling by his grace, that's where we want to be. That's where the kingdom of God is. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.